Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus. is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion. All right here. Adams Brown. Strategic allies and CPAs going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good afternoon and welcome to Tiger Talk. Happy New Year, our first program of 2024. Glad to have you with us as we talk some Fort Hay State athletics. We'll be talking men's wrestling and men's and women's basketball here on the program. Eric Wentz will join us here in just a little bit. Talia Cars for the uh, head coach of the Tiger women. And we'll get associate head coach Jeremy Brown of the Tiger men's team uh, with us a little bit later on in the program. Certainly glad to have you a part of it. And Again, we'd remind you, you can join us in person by joining Tiger Club. It's simple. Your uh, uh, Tiger Club uh, fee goes towards scholarships for four-day state athletics. And then uh, buy your meal here on Wednesday and join us for the program. A lot of great camaraderie, a lot of great food, a lot of great fun here on Tiger Talk. But certainly appreciate everybody uh, tuning in today as well. You can uh, send us a question. Go to the four-day state athletics website. Click on the fans tab. You'll get the drop-down menu. And uh, you you can submit your question on Ask the Coach. And, of course, if we use it, you'll have a chance to get yourself a T-shirt from Fort Hayes State Athletics. So we'd obviously love to hear from you uh, for any of the coaches during the program. And everybody here, you have the pads at the table. You can submit a question uh, there as well. Again, we'll talk some basketball a little bit later on in the program, but right now we're going to talk wrestling. Head coach Eric Wentz joining us. Haven't had any competition since the uh, last time we talked to coach before the uh, holiday break, but uh, gearing up out to head west to San Francisco. They'll take on Colorado School of Mines on Friday, San Francisco State on Friday as well. Uh, and um, I guess off and running here in 2024. I know we talked before uh, we had the break uh, about uh, wrestling and the challenges of <laughs> stepping away from training, heading home, mom's good cooking, grandma's good cooking, what, whatever it may be. So I guess the million-dollar question, how'd you guys come back? Were they, were they in good shape and uh, did some guys have to cut some weight? Yeah, we came back and uh, guys looked pretty good. Um, you know, we had a you know, the usual suspects, you know, who, who, who like to eat when they go home. So, you know, we, we've been working out since uh, New, Year's, or New Year's Day. We came back, had a 6 p.m. workout, and uh, 
So we got the rod out on the first night, you know, put him through a little about an hour and a half meat grinder at 6 p.m. on the first. So happy New Year, guys. Uh, but, um, but yeah, they've looked good. You know, you know, been pretty pleased. You know, we, we, we got some guys coming back uh, that we didn't have for most of the first semester. We got Case and Lindsey coming back. So he's looking good. Uh, he's, he's pretty much 100% ready to rock and roll. And, uh, you know, we, we, we look good coming off of the Midwest Classic. And uh, I think we're on the upswing. As, as we talked about there, you're happy with the performance. You had some guys really step up and just felt that was a good momentum builder going going into the break. And, and then you made – Talk about some of those guys who who didn't have that first semester. What that's going to mean for your, for this squad now as you kind of get into that dual mode until the till the postseason. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, college wrestling is just one of those where you know bumps and bruises can can really set you back because mm-hmm. you don't want to wrestle high level competition when you're not 100 percent or at least as close to 100 percent as you can get. Uh, we tell our guys you're you're never going to be 100 percent in this sport. You know, if if you're wrestling at 100 percent. Uh, the way you feel, then maybe you haven't been training hard enough or we're not wrestling tough enough competition. So, um, you know, so we're getting Case and Lindsay back at 157. Um, you know, he, he wrestled the very first duel against New Mexico Highlands, got a, got a pretty, pretty good knee sprain, uh, MCL sprain, but he's back. He's ready to rock and roll. Uh, he probably could have gone to the Midwest Classic, but, you know, you know, we figured, you know, let's, let's hold out and make sure we're ready to go for this second half and, and for the dual meet season because these are some big matchups for regional seedings and rankings and things like that. So he's a big one. Um, you know, Marcel Deli, uh, our, our Hungarian guy at 149, he, he missed a good portion of, of first semester, but then had a really good showing at uh, – at the Midwest Classic against probably two of the best guys in the weight class, including the number one guy in the country that he should have won. Um, but, uh, you know, getting him back and getting Terry's Henry back into the groove, you know, he looked really good at Midwest Classic. Um, you know, DeAndre Brown, 125, had a really good performance, uh, lost a couple tough ones to and eventually some guys who were ranked in the top ten at this point now. Um, so, you know, those guys are really on the upswing, and I think, you know, and, and you know, I think us being so young and competing at that high level at that tournament, because I think we were looking at it, six of my ten guys were, were first-year guys mm-hmm. that were competing at that event. So, you know, we do have a young lineup, but they're looking pretty good, and, and uh, they're all feeling good. So, we, you know, we're looking forward to these du- two duels coming up on Friday. Well, and that's where the, the break, I'm sure, comes in at a, at a good time, because you know, we – I know we talk basketball is a grueling, grinding. I mean, it goes a long time over the calendar. Your wrestling's in that same boat. So yep. to get that break and just to to get some wear and tear off the body and, and mend, as you say, yep. so vitally important. Oh yeah, you know, you, you know, because you, you get those little boo boos that you want to get. You, that really, the only thing that can get them better is rest. You know, get some time with, you know, off your feet. You know, doing some rehab, doing some treatment, and not you know practicing every day and grinding through practice. You know, you know, for that whole break. You know, so we we made sure guys. That actually took time off during that time and let their bodies heal up and you know, you know, because you know, this second half is very important, so we want to make sure we come in as healthy as possible. So, Terrius moving up in the polls. He had uh, the latest polls came out before uh, the the Christmas break. He moved up uh, a little bit in the national rankings, and not surprised after the good performance he had at the national duels. Yeah, yeah, you know, he started the season. I believe he was uh, maybe the four, three or the four, like and uh, you know, and, and like I said, you know, we were wrestling tough competition right out of the gate, and if if you're in a little bit of a funk mentally, you struggle sometimes, and and he was had some ups and downs there were times where he looked awesome there are times where he didn't look awesome but that's the nature of the sport and the nature of the college athletics where you know any given day you never know what can happen so you know he, but when he when he was ready to go with the midwest classic he really turned it on and you know was a little more conservative but he was finding ways to beat those guys that he really struggled with those kind of wrestlers early in the season and uh so you know him you know you know almost pulling out the uh 
the finals match against the number two ranked guy in the country, you know, that definitely upped his stock a little bit in the rankings. But, you know, like we say every day, you know, you know, it's all practice up until, you know, the national tournament. So, you know, rankings, yeah, they're, yeah. it's great. But, you know, it's we got to learn from, from what we're doing each time we step out there. Well, the Tigers are back, and now they're ready to hit the road again. They'll be uh, heading out west to San Francisco Friday. A couple of uh, duels, Colorado School of Mines and San Francisco State. Um, uh, talk about uh, the, the trip a little bit. You don't, you don't, you know. You went to Indianapolis. You you you, you drove up there, spent yep. some time. This will be a little bit different heading out west of San Francisco. Yep, yep. We, uh, you know, this will be, you know, some of these guys. It's the first time they've flown, so it's going to be interesting. <laughs> but uh, you know, we're getting on a plane tomorrow afternoon out of Denver at two thirty. Uh, we'll get in relatively early in a straight direct flight to San Francisco. We'll get off the plane, check in at a hotel, uh, relax a little bit, probably get a little workout in, get, get you know, get that flight out. Uh, uh, you know, get, get guys waist down a little bit. And then, uh, you know, we'll get another workout in probably in the morning, um, you know, the uh, morning of the 5th. And then uh, we weigh in, I believe, at 1 o'clock local time. And we wrestle, I believe, at 3 o'clock their time against Colorado School of Mines, and that's always a good one. You know, we, those are usually pretty heated. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're a tough team, uh, very well coached, and, uh, you know, they do a lot of scrambling, so we've been working on that. And then, uh, you know, we follow that right after that. We, we take on San Francisco State, and they're another team that we don't see, we don't see a whole lot. So you never know what you're going to get when you wrestle those guys sometimes because California – they get a lot of those in-state guys that don't have many opportunities, you know, to go Division One or anything else. So, you know, the only other option is college JUCO in, in California. So they've got some tough guys that are really squirrely, and you know, so we we got to wrestle really clean wrestling to avoid some of the some of the kind of off the wall stuff they do. You know, their 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 head coach was a national champ for Northwestern a few years ago, and and he was he did it by being very unorthodox, <laughs> and and his guys wrestled very similar to the way he wrestled. It's good to ask you about that. We talked a little bit about this, I think, earlier in the year. You know, different regions of the country you know maybe philosophies and how they go about it a little bit different Colorado School of Mines you faced them a lot a lot in the past but San Francisco State I mean do they go about it differently? Is there a lot of, lot of difference in style? And what will you see uh, in those two matches on Friday? Yeah, the, you know, those California guys are a lot more wide open. They don't like to hand fight a lot much. You know, they don't like having hands on you. They like being – because they are – a lot of those guys are very athletic, and, and so they're and they're quick. So they want, they like to wrestle from open and, you know, you know don't be real physical with you. But, you know, so we got to put our hands on them and slow them down a little bit and get them into our, our style of wrestling and get them uncomfortable. Because if we let them wrestle from the open and get – and like, like I tell my guys, you can't let guys – get weird you got to finish your, your attacks clean and you know because they, they'll start grabbing ankles and rolling around and and you know we don't want to be in that situation so that's that's kind of what we've been working on and, and mines is tough on top you know they're gonna they're gonna throw a leg and a power half on you and try to crank on you and and, and they do some weird things on their feet so you'll be again you know very similar style of wrestling to uh that california group so um you know we we've really been working hard on on how to minimize our mistakes to make sure we can avoid those situations it kind of sounds whoever can kind of impose their will or their style yep. is going to have a leg up literally to yep. try to try to win this thing. Yep, yep, that's exactly how it's going to go. So you know we got to have the right mentality going in, and we got to shut them down, and we got to wrestle our match. Any any key matches? Any key matchups uh, that uh, we should all be keeping an eye on? Man. All of them, because <laughs> these are these are big for regional regional seedings. So you know, and you know, we we haven't seen many of these guys. Uh, we saw Colorado School of Mines at, at the Carney tournament, and they had they. 
uh, were at the Midwest Classic. They finished a couple slots ahead of us, had a couple guys placed, kind of like we did. They, you know, we, they didn't have any finalists, but they had some guys placed down low. But, you know, they had, they had three or four guys wrestling on day two up there that, that are pretty tough. So, you know, you know, definitely beatable. So you just got to make sure again that we we wrestle our style. It's and we talk about this with basketball. You you have the break for Christmas and then you get back and it seems like you get started and then it it flies by. It, it goes quick. You get a little bit of break when you get back, but you know it's pretty much you're going at it pretty consistently after that. And all these duels will will be very very important. Yep, yep, very important for for regional seedings and national rankings and placement if you get to the national tournament as far as, as far as seeding when you get there. So. All right, sounds good. Well, have a safe trip. Thank you. Enjoy San Francisco, and uh, hopefully a, a couple of nice victories for us to talk about when we chat with you next week. That's the hope. There you go. That is Eric Wentz, the head wrestling coach at Fort A. State University. Again, 3 o'clock Pacific, 5 o'clock our time, Colorado School of Mines on Friday, and then around 8 o'clock Central Time, the duel with San Francisco State. Both of those will be on the RMAC network, and there is a link on the Fort A. State Athletics website if you want to watch uh, the wrestling uh, live-streamed from San Francisco. Tigers Talk brought to you in part today by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. They've got locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some women's basketball. Head coach Talia Cars joins us next. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Winter heating bills constrain family budgets. The Low Income Energy Assistance Program, or LEAP, helps eligible households pay part of their home energy costs with a one-time-per-year benefit. Midwest Energy and Kansas DCF are hosting LEAP sign-up events Tuesday, January 30th in Hayes from 10 to 2 at the Hayes Public Library and in Colby on Wednesday, January 31st from 10 to 2 at the Colby Events Center. Lunch will be served, and you can sign up on-site for LEAP. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative making energy work for you. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. These are challenging times in healthcare but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com. A new year means a new month and new specials at the taco shop. The Sancho, beef enchilada, cheese enchilada, and beef and bean burrito are each $309. Is the taco shop 333 West 8th Street? Download the app and order or call in. The taco shop welcomes you to 2024. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Taco shop. In low to Donica, bobbles the pass, but got it back, and she banked it in. Clary Donica with nine first quarter points, and Forday stayed up by four again, 13 to nine. That was some of the action from, uh, what day was that? Saturday. Saturday. Four-day state women were uh, back at it, wrapping up their non-conference schedule, taking on Bethany College. Got a 
got a big win over over uh, the the Fighting Swedes, and now they'll get back to MIAA play the rest of the year. A big one coming up uh, tomorrow night with Central Missouri. We'll preview the Jennies and uh, Lincoln, who's in town on Saturday. Need to remind you, the Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We are joined by head coach Talia Cars of the Fort Hayes State Women, the 10th ranked Fort Hayes State Women. They moved up six spots in the Division II coaches poll uh, this week. Uh, picked up the victory over Bethany. Congratulations. And I know we talked uh, on, on the show before we took a little break for uh, the holidays. Um, kind of mixed feelings because your team was playing so well. But uh, the, the grind, uh, the break probably came out a good time for everybody to kind of get away from it for a while. And uh, because, boy, as we say, once you hit January, it just it, your games pile up and it's just a go, 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 go. But uh, a well-deserved break by your, your team. And then it came back and played well and got a nice victory on uh, the last Saturday against Bethany. Yeah, apparently everybody thought Bethany was really good since we <laughs> jumped up six spots on the polls. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I guess. Um, no, we had – it was – we girls needed a break. We all needed a break from each other, needed – our bodies needed a break. And um, we got we got after it last week a little bit and got prepared for Bethany. And then this week it's it's a tough game tomorrow, so we're pre- prepared for that. How do, you, how do you handle break? And I know the, the schedule dictates maybe how much time they get off, but the the, the mandated week off in Division Two, which which is a, a really neat thing that everybody has to take that time off. How much did they get off? And then uh, – you know, to get back in the rhythm, how, how do you go about that once they do return to campus before that first game back? Yeah, the nice part about the kids that we have is everybody's able to drive home, which is an advantage, I think, because you don't have to worry about flights and that sort of thing. Um, and then uh, so we for sure had seven days off, and then I gave them till that evening of the day that we practiced. So everybody was able to leave that morning, so they got an extra night at home, and then they came up that day and we practiced that evening. And then last week um, we only did uh, one practice a day, but we got in the weight room a couple times. And then this week on Monday, we ended up – we had more time because the men were off, so we did a two-a-day on Monday. But um, getting after it, getting up and down the floor, trying to get back in shape a little bit and then work some kinks out offensively and change some things up a little bit defensively too. Yeah, I guess that's the one thing it does because once – I mean, you're going to play tomorrow and then it's pretty steady Thursday, Saturday, minus the, the Carney week when you play just the one time. I and mean, there's really not a lot of time to, to change other than minor tweaks and – uh, with, with the break like it is, you've got time to maybe look over some things, evaluate what you like, what you dislike. You bring them back, and, yeah, you had the game, but you've got some time here to maybe, whatever it may be, to, to do some changing and tweaking of, of how you want to go about things. Yeah, I think um, we're continuing just to evolve and figure out, okay, what are we doing well? What can we get better at? And um, the girls do a good job of adjusting and, and kind of giving their opinion, too, about what they feel like is working well and what they like and um, things that they can kind of see that I don't see necessarily on the floor. And so getting together with that and, and evaluating that and continuing to change those things, too. All right. I guess the, the, the next question, what have you liked and what have you not liked? <laughs> what, are the, what are those areas you're trying to improve on or maybe you continue to do well, if not better? Yeah. So um, Saturday, we really were trying to defensively be really aggressive on ball screens and be really big and um, trying to make them change direction a little bit. Um, so we're, we're looking at that. We're looking at some um, other things defensively. We try to get up full court a little bit more, um, playing different lineups that way and seeing what that looks like. And then offensively, um, just continuing to um, figure out how different people can score, how we can get a lot of people with their hands on the ball. And um, if the ball's going in the net for somebody, figuring out how we can get them, get them another basket. 
And you mentioned the full-court press. I mean, you've shown it at times this year, and I know that's kind of been a work in progress, but it seems like it's it's slowly getting better. I know you had some of the younger kids in there uh, doing it uh, a little bit against Bethany. Um, is that an area you think you can maybe utilize a little bit more as the season rolls along? Yeah, it, it all depends on the team. So right. as I evaluated Absolutely. at the beginning of the year, I'm like, okay, can we press Central Missouri? Can we press Missouri Western? If we can, if I feel like we have that advantage against those really good teams, then I think it's worth working on. If it's something we're only going to work on and it's the teams that we have a pretty good chance of potentially beating anyway, is it worth working on? Um, so I think it's something that it's an advantage trying to get the their hands different people with their hands on the ball versus the point guard. So specifically tomorrow, really trying to get number one's hand not on the ball as much yeah. or being really aware of when she has the ball in her hands, is everybody else is paying attention to that because she's just a really good scorer. Um, so that's something that we'll look at a little bit tomorrow, especially is changing that up a little bit and seeing what we can do with it. Of course, tomorrow Tigers taking on Central Missouri. We'll talk more about the, uh, the ball game uh, with, with Bethany here in just a little bit. But first, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. The Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're inside the Robbins Center on the Fort A. State campus, part of Tiger Club. Certainly glad to have you with us here for our first program of 2024. Wishing everybody a, a happy new year. Tiger men and women's basketball at home tomorrow night against Central Missouri. A couple of big ball games. Fort A. State women coming up a 75-41 win over Bethany. Um, maybe a little bit misleading score. That, they gave you a pretty good run, and they're traditionally a pretty good program. Uh, have some good players and and uh, uh, it took you kind of a while to get in sync offensively, and then you kind of pulled away in that, that second half. But I guess maybe that wasn't a bad thing uh, to get pushed a little bit on that first game out of the break. Yeah, no, their guards do a great job um, defensively. I think the size at the guard spot was pretty even. Mm -hmm. um, they did a good job of getting in, in us and making every pass really tough. We had to work to get the ball in on the wings. Um, so I, th I think they did that really well. Number one is the returning KCAC Defensive Player of the Year. Mm -hmm. um, so that, I thought that was that was really good for our guards to just really be physical and be tough and have to do something and work on offense. Yeah, you know, you've talked a lot about the offense. Uh, this team defensively, and I know we've, we've touched on it a little bit, has become really, really good. And you can kind of tell they've, they've really bought into it. They take pride in that. And uh, that, that, that's been a, a big factor for the, the good start you have on is how you guys have, have locked down. And it hasn't always been pretty, but they seem to really make good adjustments as the game goes along and, and from game to game on what they need to do to be good on that side of the floor. Yeah, I think we continue to prepare pre-game, what that looks like, who we're guarding, how we want to guard. Um, but part of it comes back to the kids have been playing together for a long time, mm -hmm. so yeah. several years. So they start to figure out, okay, she does this well, I can let her do this, or she doesn't do this well, I need to w cover her back on this. So I think that's part of it is that they've played together for so long that they they know what each other's really good at and what each other maybe need a little help with. Um, and then we're continuing just as a team to – rotate a little bit better, understand, okay, she's really somebody we really need to focus in on. When she has the ball, we all need to be aware of that so we can all kind of rotate. And then I think the other thing defensively we're doing way better at is rebounding. Yeah. And so we're making sure that we're getting them one chance, and the one chance is a really hard shot, and hopefully they're going to miss it, and then we're going to go the other way. You had 55 rebounds against Bethany, 22 on the offensive glass. You outscored them 20 to nothing in second chance points. And you had size in there, but, but – 
that hasn't always been the case. And, and probably the reason you're rebounding better, Olivia Hollenbeck is rebounding better. She had a, a double-double, 15 points, 10 boards. I know she didn't think she played well because <laughs> she shot four of 16. But um, you look at the rest of her line, three steals, 10 rebounds. Uh, sometimes a lot's put in the scoring, obviously, and, and shooting. But she's doing all those other things so much better, and one of them has been rebounding. Yeah, no, she she got asked to get interviewed on the radio the other day, and she was so frustrated. She's like, <laughs> why did they pick me? Because she thought she played so bad. And um, I she didn't. And she didn't allow the lack of getting the ball in the basket affect the rest of her game. And so I was really proud of her for that. And she really – I mean, it wasn't super physical for her on the rebounding, but she really went up and got rebounds the other day, when, especially when she wasn't making every shot that she was taking. But she was taking really good shots too. She just wasn't making them. Um, so I was just – I was really proud of her for changing what she was doing and making not scoring not be her thing and realizing – I mean, she had a double-double, and I, I had no idea she had a double-double yeah. at the end of the game. And it was quiet, but she worked really, really hard. Yeah, it's kind of snuck up on us as well. Another player, Clary Donica, when – Things were struggling offensively. She, I think she scored eight or seven, nine, maybe straight in the in that first quarter to kind of get you over the hump and get get you that lead. And, and she's had moments like that and uh, really stepped up. Yeah, no, she's she's physical. You don't ever <laughs> question her physicality when she gets in the game. And so if we can get her the ball really close to the basket, she's going to do a good job of making a good move. And, I mean, anybody has a hard time guarding her because she's so strong. Um, so when we can get her the ball where she can score it and – it's almost an automatic bucket. And uh, you got Alexa Weeder in for a little over seven minutes. Landon Forbes got to play uh, seven minutes. Some of those other players who maybe don't play as much, get get a, get a good chance to, to watch them and, and let them get some quality playing time. You've been happy with their development? I mean, they, I know you've moved Alexa around a little bit and feel confident where you, you have her playing now, but always good to see them out there and get, get that playing time to improve them because, you know, obviously their day's coming. Yep, yep, nope. Physically, um, still working on them physically, but right. mentally they're starting to really get it figured out, especially on the offensive end. They're, they're working really good with each other and with their teammates and um, laying in, getting the ball where she needs it to go and um, understanding the type of pass she can make at this level versus high school. And then defensively, Landon just does a really good job of being aggressive with the ball on the ball. And um, Telex is defensively starting to get it figured out, but Telex is always just a great rebounder. Mm-hmm. So she's in there. She's going to get a board every time. Well, they got some good playing time. Tigers got a nice win over Bethany, 75-41. to 41. Now it's MIAA play the rest of the way and a rather large one tomorrow. They all count the same, but sometimes they feel like there's a little more weight on it. Tomorrow will certainly be one as Central Missouri comes to town. We'll, we'll preview the Jennies, take a little peek at Lincoln as well on, on Saturday. Right now, though, we're going to take a break and be back with more with head coach Talia Cars here on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Hello, I'm Alexis Ibarra, primary care provider at First Care Clinic, and I enjoy nurturing and treating the little ones in your family. I'm currently accepting new pediatric patients from toddlers to teens. I'm here for everyone ages 2 and up. Come see me and experience care that grows with your family. Visit firstcareclinic.com or call us to request an appointment with me today. Trust in a clinic where every heartbeat matters. First Care Clinic at the corner of 13th and Main Street in Hayes. Your health first. If you haven't heard, land is in demand. Hi, this is Mitch Keeley, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you've ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. I would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-0492 or visit whitetailproperties.com. 
BTI now delivers John Deere parts, tools, and more directly to your farm or home. Visit bti-direct.com for their full catalog. All products ship with fast, affordable shipping options. Need something delivered in a hurry? Just email orders at btiequip.com or get connected to your local BTI parts counter. That's orders at btiequip.com or visit them online at bti-direct.com. Hey, Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com drive. Go Tigers! Tigers by 10 with the basketball. Ernie, left wing, Levy. Foul line, Salik underneath the Katie, and she hits the layup. That was a beautifully drawn-up play in that timeout, and the Tigers score to go up a dozen with 39 seconds to go. That was some of the action on Saturday as the Tigers knocked off Bethany College. Now they gear up for a big one tomorrow night with the Jennies of Central Missouri. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. You can learn more at hayesmed.com backslash orthopedics. We're chatting with women's coach Talia Cars, the Tigers, and Central Missouri top 11 showdown. Fort A State up to number 10. Central Missouri at number 11 this week in the latest Division II national polls. They ended your season last year. uh, Just a a great game. Unfortunately, you came up short in overtime in the uh, MIAA tournament. You've met them in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you've had just obviously two of the premier programs in the MIAA. You've met in some some big games, and and I know we, we talk about it. They all count the same, but there are some games that just are a little bit bigger than others, and certainly tomorrow night would qualify for that. It definitely does. Nope, we definitely have our, had our cases each other of ending <laughs> each other's seasons throughout the years, and um, yeah, it's always a big game. It's something that I could honestly probably not do a scouting report for them because our girls know them so well. They know their tendencies. They know how they want to guard them. They know, you know, we've prepared for them two or three times every year, maybe four times sometimes, and um, so yeah, we know kind of what we're getting and how how we need to play and it comes down to if who's going to be the better team tomorrow and it seemed like they come down they find a way to come down to the end um uh, there's been very few that there that have been lopsided either way uh dave slifer veteran head coach been there a long time uh, i would imagine not a lot has changed because he's got a lot back from what he had last season yep nope they're pretty much the exact same team um point guard does a great job their four man is one of the best players in the league so is their point guard and then their five men do a good job too as well as their guards so they've they've got a solid team back it's we're pretty much seeing the same team we saw last year you mentioned Nelson a really good distributor just a really good point guard um maybe times tends to turn it over a little bit especially if you can put some pressure on her and they look like they're maybe not shooting the three as well because boy last year they were unbelievable uh, obviously that you know that can change in, in a heartbeat but defensively some of those are some of the key areas I'm sure that you're going to be aware of and trying to continue that trend we talked about the three-point shooting yesterday and the girls were like don't say that <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we can continue to help them not shoot the ball well but yeah they aren't shooting three very well at all um, the point guard shooting it really well yeah. but after that it's dropped off a little bit, but they do a great job getting the ball inside and a little unorthodox and how many people can run in there and post up mm-hmm. and they kind of play everybody everywhere and um, they just do a really good job. When you have a big game like this, do you have to worry about maybe 
tempering down the emotions of your squad, maybe being too hyped for it, especially when the, when the game is at home a little bit? Yeah, no, they definitely get a little more hyped up. So we're, we're talking about matchups and that sort of thing. So considering that as we move forward tomorrow and um, just figuring out how, how we can get them in the best situation and prepare the best that we can to know what we want to run, how we want to defend, and um, just – have an understanding of what's going on so we can be as calm as we can, too. And I know your focus is on tomorrow's game, but then Lincoln here on Saturday afternoon. And, um, you know, they, they've been improving under their coach, what's third or fourth year now, and she's brought in some, some new talent, some transfers, a D1 transfer in there. They seem to be a, a program that's a little or playing a little bit better this year than they have maybe in the last couple of years. Yeah, they um, play a lot similar to Central Oklahoma as far as they're a little smaller and mm-hmm. just really aggressive, really athletic, and um, get the ball up and down the floor quick in um, – just trying to trying to get their guards really really involved. Well, it should be a fun one tomorrow night. Five thirty for the women, uh, then seven thirty for the men, and then Saturday it'll be a two and four o'clock traditional doubleheader on a Saturday afternoon. But uh, hope to see a lot of folks out there. Should be a fun atmosphere. Um, uh, these, these games obviously a lot of basketball after tomorrow, but uh, they carry a lot of weight for things that could be down the road. It should be a should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, yeah, I hope so. Uh, Back thinking back to when I played, Central Missouri is one of my favorite games that I played in at home because the men were ranked one and two in the nation. We were not very good. Central that. Missouri women were okay, but for whatever reason, we were in the game, and I I made a three and I could not hear because the crowd was so loud because they were there for the men's game, but they had gotten there for the end of our game and it. It was one of my favorite games I ever played in. So that, hopefully we can get that atmosphere again tomorrow. Yeah, great memory. I had over 6,000 for that men's game, I certainly remember. Well, it should be a lot of fun. Hope to see you out the Coliseum tomorrow night for the Tigers in Central Missouri. Coaches always appreciate the time, and we will see you tomorrow. Thanks, Jordan. There you go. That's Talia Cars, head coach of the Tiger women. 5.30 tomorrow, taking on the Jennies of Central Missouri. We need to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some men's basketball here on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. We all enjoy the thrill of victory on game day. Did you know that championship mentality can go beyond the field to your home? This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. If you're looking for a victory, the folks at Next Tech have you covered with gig speed internet for just $69 a month. Now, new customers get the fastest home Wi-Fi, backed by the best customer service at an unbeatable price. Take your home's connection to a championship level today at next-tech.com. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at GlassmanCorp.com. Brungard Hauer CPAs in Hazen Garden City has developed a deep trust with our clients over the years, and we are very appreciative of their continued patronage. Sometimes clients just need someone they can trust, someone they are always comfortable contacting for good advice on tax, accounting, and business issues. If you haven't found your trusted advisor yet, it's time to meet Brungard Hauer. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. 
This is Colby Shippers with Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes. I'm sure you know that if you need an alternator, battery, transmission, or even a new engine, we are your go-to place. Did you know we also have any kind of tool and equipment that you would need? We have portacool fans, toolboxes, air compressors, service jacks, engine hoists, welding supplies, power washers, car cleaning, detail supplies, shop brooms, shop vacs, grease guns, socket sets, power drills, drill bits, and even nuts and bolts. So basically, anything you need. Keeping you on the road since, well, forever. That's Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Here's Hamaki across midcourt, a screen from Janssen, he's double-teamed, dribbles around it, gets to the rim, scores and is fouled with a minute 20 to go, and a chance for a three-point play for Caleb Hamaki. That was some of the action from Sunday, big road win at number five, Central Oklahoma. Tigers back at home tomorrow night to take on the Mules of Central Missouri. Welcome back into Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank of Haynes and Ellis. You can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. We're going to get the true story today. Associate Head Coach Jeremy Brown with us on the program. Um, uh, so we're going to get the inside scoop. Uh, you're not going to have this coach speak you always get from the from the head coaches. Now, Jeremy, we appreciate you filling in for Coach Mark Johnson. Um, congratulations. Uh, great, great win for your guys. Um, tough one to come right out of the gate. You have the holiday break, and then you get the number five team in the country on their on their floor, and you fall behind seven to nothing. It looked like UCO had played a game a couple of nights before, and this was your first one back in a while, but you guys give them credit, kind of righted the ship, and it was a great basketball game. You had to start the game. It looked like we'd been on break for a little <laughs> bit, uh, but give a lot of credit to our guys. Uh, they just hung in there. Uh, it's a tough place to play. I don't think very many teams are going to go on the road and, and beat UCO at UCO this year. So um, our guys just found a way. They kind of hung around. There's a couple of times during the game where we, we fell down, and, um, you know, our guys just kind of rallied back and, and found a way to make some plays down the stretch and get some stops and and uh, hit, hit a couple shots and then sealed it with some, some big free throws. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't draw great crowds, but – I mean, the fans they have, they recognize they got a pretty good team. And, and, and so, I mean, it's a different atmosphere than it's been in some other years playing down there when there's not many there. I mean, the lower level had a pretty good crowd. They were into the game. And uh, for New Year's Eve afternoon, playing at Edmond, Oklahoma, it was a pretty good atmosphere for everybody. No, it was. And at the end of the day, you know, you're uh, uh, UCO's talented. They got, yeah, got Jaden Wells, who's a first-team All-MIAA guy. And, um, you know, Caleb not only was really good on the offensive end, but Caleb just followed him around and, and held him to two of 16 uh, from the field and uh, really bothered him and uh, just kind of, you know, got us going on the defensive end. And we had a lot of guys step up and uh, I thought contribute and make some really big plays, especially down the stretch. Uh, so everybody who got in was was really good for us. And um, uh, like I said, it was a great way to start the start the uh, new year. Yeah, no doubt about that. And, and Wells is just such a dynamic scorer and could do it everywhere. I mean, he shoots the three. I mean, he took a couple 28-footers, which for some may seem like a bad shot, but he makes those on a consistent basis. But he can drive. I mean, he, he, he's a hard guy to defend. And I thought Caleb maybe as good of a defensive game maybe he's ever played. It was. You know, he uh, – they make it really hard. They're going to set a lot of screens for him, and so you have to constantly fight through screens. And I'll give Caleb a lot of credit. I mean, he just doesn't get tired. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's a talent. Like, he can go for 40 minutes, and we ask him to do a lot on the offensive end with the ball in his hand. But he also chases around a lot of times the team's best player. And so uh, for him to be able to do that for 40 minutes is just uh, kind of just a reflection of how tough Caleb is and, and uh, what he means to our team. You look up and down the lineup, as you said, everybody really contributed. I thought Elijah had a really good game. Nine points, ten rebounds, career high 
high for him, and, and, and he hit that mid-range jumper. I think he, he got uh, one three to drop. And you didn't shoot the threes great, but you hit him at some crucial times in that one. We did. That's the one thing we're kind of struggling with. And, uh, you know, we didn't shoot it great from, from the three-point line. But, um, once again, our guys just kind of found, you know, when we needed to hit a shot, we did it. And uh, Elijah, kind of like you were saying, he came in and got us ten rebounds, uh, was really good on the defensive side. Um, and then, you know, we had some guys come in off the bench that were really good for us. Uh, Kyle Grill came in, hit hit a big shot for us in the corner, a three-pointer, uh, was playing physical, was big for us. I think ended with seven points. Um, Sean Riley came in, and um, Sean was really good. He ended up with 12 and six for us, just gave us a little spark, hit a couple shots down the stretch. Uh, I think we were down one, and he stepped up the line with about four or yeah. five minutes left. And uh, it was a one-on-one, he stepped up and hit both of them, which was a, which was a big – I don't think we gave up the lead after that. No. So uh, two big free throws that he hit. And then, um, honestly, the guy who, you know, came in and was just really big for us was Jaheim. Uh, Jaheim came in, and um, in the second half, I believe we were down five with about eight minutes left, and, and he came off a ball screen, made a great pass to Sean for an easy layup uh, to cut it to three. Very next possession, he comes down, we get a stop. Uh, makes a tough – he drives in, makes a tough uh, reverse layup to cut to one. Um, about a minute later, I think, after Sean hit those two free throws, we were up one. It's kind of going back and forth. James stole the inbounds play, made an incredible read. Um, stole it, got an uncontested layup to put us up three, gave us a little bit of breathing room. Um, so he was he was a big spark, big factor, in the, and the reason we were able to hold on and win that game. Yeah, it was a big win. First ro- true road win over a top-ten opponent for the Tigers since they beat Central Missouri back when uh, 2010, I think it was, when they were number one in the country, uh, beat them in Warrensburg, that, that, that fun game. And, uh, uh, and it was a big one. And we talked uh, with Coach. The, the Newman game was obviously a downer going into the break, and you got to find a way to, to maybe offset that a little bit. And there's a lot of basketball left. I mean, we haven't played a game in January yet. But but that that was a good bounce back game from from the frustrating loss at Newman. Yeah, it was. I mean, if you told me we were going to split, um, obviously we would have liked to, to beat UCO. So um, you know we, you know I, I think our guys realized in the Newman game, you know we didn't get a um, a, a lot of those fifty fifty balls. We had a lot of balls fall out of our hands. Um, I don't know if we were quite locked in, and that's not taking anything away from no. Newman. Newman's a good basketball team. They have one of the better guards in the in the conference, and Stevie uh, Stevie Strong, who can really play. And and Newman kind of got hot, and kind of going back and watching uh, the film on that, they hit some tough contested threes, and, and there's not a lot you can do when guys are, are hitting those shots. But uh, credit to our guys, we came back, we had a good week of practice, or a good about four days of practice, <laughs> and and then went down and and beat a good team in UCO. All right, Tigers got a nice victory, but uh, can't really rest on it. They come right back tomorrow. Uh, Central Missouri comes to town, then Lincoln here on on Saturday. And uh, get on out and watch because then they're back on the road. It seems like they've been on the road all year, and they'll be back out after this weekend. But a chance for some home four-day state basketball tomorrow and Saturday. We'll take a preview look at tomorrow night's game with the Mules. Uh, I need to remind you that Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their handy app, Dining, carry out or delivery you've never had it so good the taco shop they've been a Hayes tradition since 1970 we'll take a break more with men's associate head coach jeremy brown right after the break here on the tiger sports network built by pwc a new year means a new month and new specials at the taco shop the sancho beef enchilada cheese enchilada and beef and bean burrito are each 309 Here's the Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order or call in. The Taco Shop welcomes you to 2024. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Taco Shop. Come on. 
It's Chopper Days at BTI. John Deere. Shop now and chop later. Save 10% on forage, harvester parts through January 31st. Your machine runs the best when equipped with the best, so stick with genuine John Deere parts. During BTI Chopper Days, receive 10% off OEM parts for pull type or self-propelled forage harvesters on select models. Stop by today to learn more. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 14 seconds on the shot clock. Fort H. State leading 61-58 over the fifth-ranked Broncos. Hamicky trying to go to work, dribbles around. Turner, jumper, good, he put it in! He put it in over Jalen Turner, and the Tigers lead by five with 27 seconds to go. Yeah, big shot kind of sealed it there from Caleb offhand over a 6-6 defender and put it in. And uh, Caleb, I think, scored the final nine uh, with seven for seven from the foul line down the stretch. And the Tigers get a big win over Central Oklahoma. Now back at home to take on Central Missouri tomorrow. I need to remind you, Fort A. State Athletics inviting you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to drink, always designate a sober driver and uh, before we talk about central missouri did have a question that was emailed into us and uh, wanting to know as the assistant or associate head coach what are your game day duties what are you doing on the bench and just i guess uh, the game day operations uh, as uh, the, the number two guy in charge for four day state basketball um try to keep everybody calm <laughs> trying to keep How everybody does that go <laughs> it, well, it, particularly it, with it, the head coach <laughs> we uh no we um you know, we, we just make sure that everybody shows up on time. We try to handle all those little things and, and make sure the players are locked in, focused, kind of um, understand what everybody's role is. And and uh, then as the game time gets closer, you know, we just kind of discuss what what we need to do to be successful. And, and um, but it, it's, it's you know, we just kind of approach every game the, the same. And every day, you just everybody understands their role. Everybody understands what's um, what the responsibility is. And, and uh, then we go out and take care of business. Do you have a particular task? During the game, uh, you know, because obviously uh, Mark can't watch everything. I mean, do you, are there certain things you're trying to watch and just to keep him up, you know, up to date on just certain things that you watch every game uh, as it unfolds? We we all do. We all have kind of our little roles. Um, you know, we I keep you know fouls, timeouts, um, officials. You know, <laughs> Coach Johnson wants to know the officials' names, and so uh, I make sure we're we're good there. Um, but, uh, yeah, fouls and, and some of our set plays. And then, obviously, during the course of the game, just kind of discussing what we see and uh, what adjustments we need to make. But, um, yeah, we all kind of have our little roles on the bench. And, 
um, make sure we're communicating and, and uh, making sure everybody's doing what we need to do. And nice to have uh, Rusty Groffel back. Uh, I say back. He first year on the staff, but former Fort A State player from, from Oberlin and uh, a wealth of experience at the junior college level. He was at Texas Tech for a while. That, that was a nice nice addition when, when, when Todd decided to get out of coaching. Yeah, we're excited to have Rusty back. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to have a former Tiger mm-hmm. uh, back on the coaching staff. And, and kind of like you said, Rusty's been a little bit of everywhere. You know, he said head coaching experience. Did a great job at Colby Community yeah. College. Has a lot of good players and um, one at a pretty good level there and then went down to Texas Tech and obviously um, they're very successful and um, so he has that Division One experience too and so it's nice just to come back because he knows what our expectations are in our program um, so uh, you know it's, it's just nice to have somebody familiar with you. You don't have to explain everything, how we do our drills, you know our expectations of our players and things like that. So Rusty's been a, uh, a big positive. It's really nice to have him on the bench and he kind of he probably balances out myself and Coach Johnson a little bit. Um, sometimes, you know, we maybe need somebody who can be a little bit calmer and uh, relaxed, and, and I think Rusty's that good voice to, to be there and um, keep everything balanced. And, and um, so, yeah, we're, we're excited to have him on the bench. So it's your job to keep everybody calm, but what you're telling me, Rusty's the guy who actually gets the Rusty's job Rusty's the guy. Quite honestly, Gerard, I feel miserably in that in, in when, when, I, when I do that. But, um, no, he does a good job for us, and, um, like I said, we're glad to have them. Well, a lot of our vantage points, we're across from the floor. Now we are at home, and most and around the MIAA. There are a few where we're next to the court, next to the bench, and, and UCO is one of them. It's been a while. I'd kind of forgotten it can get a little chaotic, especially in a game like that. It, it, it was enjoyable. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot that goes on in, in the course of a game. I mean, all that stuff, it, it's, it's fun to observe. It can be pretty competitive. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's intense, and um, obviously, you know, we're going we're gonna to coach our guys on every possession because mm-hmm. we, we expect that they play hard in every possession so we need to uh, we need to coach them hard every possession so obviously we you know we, we're a pretty competitive staff and pretty competitive team and so um, we're you know we're here to win so yeah it can get a little um get a little heated at times and but yeah it's uh it's fun and um uh, you know, I know at home games, you know, on away games, you have that microphone right by by, by us, and then um, at home games, you have it uh, across the, the court, and um, I'm sure you have my two boys in the background probably yelling at the officials at times, too, so no matter where you put it, the, the Brown boys, you know, we're probably yelling in your microphone you a little bit too much. And they are in the game, and that has <laughs> been really fun. Game. Yeah, they sit pretty close to us. They're banging they on the bleachers on free throws. It's 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 fun they to watch those two. It. Yeah, they don't, they don't miss much. All right, back at home, that'll be nice. You guys have been on the road a lot this year. Central Missouri, um, they, they brought in some players. They brought in a, a really good coach uh, uh, from Southern Nazarene who had great success down there. And uh, they're 5-5. Five and five. I think they've been battling some injuries a little bit right now. But a talented team. You're going to have to play well, uh, as you do every game in the MIAA to get this one. Every game is tough. Every game is tough. Every team has good enough players that can go and, and get their own shots. And, and uh, they're all going to be talented. Um, he's done a great job. They're a scary team. They can come in here. Uh, they got a couple guards who can who can really create their own shots and and get them up. So if you let them get going early, it's going to be a little scary. Uh, they do a great job on the offensive end. Um, you know, like you said, he's been really good at Southern Nazarene. They work really hard on offense. Every possession, you're going to be seeing back screens, flare screens, ball screens. And if you're not locked in every possession, um, it, it's going to be tough. So our guys got to make sure we're we're following our rules. We're fighting through screens. We're being physical. We're being tough and because um, if you let up, you know, they're going to take advantage of it. Right. Should be a lot of fun. See you tomorrow night. Appreciate you, Gerard. Thank you, you. That's Associate Head Coach Jeremy Brown. Doubleheader tomorrow, 5.30 for the women, 7.30 for the men. We'll be on the air at 5.05 with the Auto World pregame show. It's going to wrap it up for today. We'll see you next Wednesday. Tiger Talk right here on the Tiger Sports Network.